We are once again proud to be sponsored this week by Pickertail. What if I was to tell you there is an online reading platform that allows your pupils to access hundreds and thousands of brilliant interactive digital ebooks? What if I was to tell you this platform complements children's reading development as well as their passion for reading, which is something as teachers we are always trying to promote? What if I was to tell you you can access this platform as a teacher for free? I repeat, for free. That is exactly what Pickertail is offering every single teacher. For me, it is the perfect example of how technology can really enhance learning in the classroom. And Pickertail is a great way of bridging the gap between education and that digital space. I've been using it over the past year. I've been so impressed. I've become a Pickertail ambassador and just want to spread the word to get as many teachers and school staff on board as the platform is completely free. So follow the link in the show notes of this episode and get signed up today for free. Did I did I mention it's it's completely free for teachers? I think I got that point across, yeah. We were supposed to have music uh, to, on, to come on with there, so there we oh, there we go. We'll just pretend we just walked on. Bigger cheer this time, guys. Come on. Hello and welcome to this special Back to School live episode of Two Mr. P's in a Podcast. With me, Mr. P. Woo! <laughs> and the other Mr. P. Woo! I knew that, I knew that. You get a bigger cheer. I just knew it happened. It's the way you sell it. It's yeah. the way you sell it. Oh, guys, thank you so much for coming out and joining us. We really, really do appreciate it. It's so nice to be out. It's uh, been a long day, though. I've been actually doing some training in a school in London today. I had to get a train down from Manchester at 6 o'clock, and then I had to get the tube. How do you do the tube? (laughs) I really don't know how you do it, because it is so complicated. I got on the wrong line. Basically, I, I missed the first hour of the training I was supposed to do at the school. Uh, so, have we all been back in school this week? Yeah. yeah. Have you had the kids in? Yeah. Because a couple. Of, have you just had inset days? Yeah. The funny inset days, aren't they? Because your first day back at school. I. This is the first day back bingo. And I put this out every time we start a school year because <laughs> it's all this small talk, isn't it? I had a day in school yesterday, and that's all it was. Yeah, you. That, I must have said that about twenty times. And what's funny about it is I've come to the realisation that you, you only have these conversations with... It, it's always really awkward because it's either people you don't know or you don't really know or just people you don't really like. <laughs> They're the Because the people you like and you know, like if you've come with a friend, you don't have those awkward conversations because you've talked with each other all the way through summer. So you know what's, what's been going down. But yeah. My favourite there is... Uh, I don't know where this six weeks. Ben, I mean, yeah. how many times in a day, like when you're back, do you just see someone like, oh, hi, okay, yeah. <laughs> I know. And then we're back. Where did the six weeks go? It's, uh, just, so, it's just so easy to say. It but does anyone actually know the answer to that question? Because I do not know where those six weeks have, have gone. It's, it's here's sort my, of July <laughs> blink, September. Here's my issue, Ryan. I don't know if anyone else can join me on this. My summer, and I, don't, I feel like it's like all school staff, is day drinking like it's there's a lot of day drinking and and it's like if someone offers it to you 
you're just always like, well, I'm off. Like, you know, I've worked hard. And then you go, and then you get really drunk. And then my issue is, I think I broke the record on my iWatch, but not in a good way. It, it told me to stand so many times <laughs> over the six weeks. It just kept going, like, time to stand. I was like, all right. And every time I stood, I usually drank. <laughs> yeah. It was a major problem. I haven't got a problem, <laughs> but it, it was a problem. Yeah, so... Um We've, we've got our first feature, up actually, because obviously with... Oh, let the jingle play first. Oh, yeah, we do have live jingles for you Join in if you know him. <laughs> Not this one, though, because it's absolutely shocking. So, inset days, they are so strange. I don't know if it happens in other industries where you have these training days that are so peculiar and just plain weird. So I asked people to share their weird inset stories, and I've got a couple. So these did make me tickle. I have to just, before you say, just be careful when you say inset. Like people have shared their weird inset stories. Yeah, inset I, training. I, I'm not going to lie. I thought to myself, like, <laughs> Jesus, this show just got dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we also had one on art and how to encourage children to paint without judgment. We all had to spend the session creating a piece of work. Then at the end, the woman running it told me my artwork was shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The ones that are just a waste of time. Oh, it's a toss-up between a training day on how to use body language well for parents' evening and the day spent deciding on the colour of lever arch files for use to store our planning in. They're the worst. Um... The veins coming out in his head there, you can see it. Because the, the, the worst thing about an inset day is when it's not useful in any sort of way and you just sat there going, I have got 110 things I could be doing right now. That's what I feel with a lot of like the well-being and mindfulness and that sort of thing. It's all well and good having those, but if you're sat there thinking, I've got three sets of books to mark, I've got a display to do, and I've not even written a lesson plan yet, and yet I'm here doing yoga or whatever it might be. Uh, when we stood around in a circle giving each other a shoulder massage <laughs> at a trust inset with strangers. <laughs> I can't see how that can be enjoyable for anyone. <laughs> anyone. Um, I once went on some training where the first activity was to turn to the nearest person you don't know and tell them the most traumatic thing that happened to you in your childhood. Yeah. I regurgitate this story every time I ask the question. We were once given training on how to open our blinds and then how to close them again. (laughs) Crucial training for me, that. Um, I actually, I went into my school this week for a first aid course. Has anyone else done a first aid course recently? I know. (laughs) The one person (laughs) who gets sent all the kids, like, for God's sake. But the best bit was, you know, when you have to, like, do the, um, the first aid kind of exercises on each other. I was lay there, and they had to get me in the recovery position. Now, I obviously, I know what you're all thinking, like, you, must, you don't weigh that much. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but, you know, I'm tipping the scales, especially after a big, heavy summer, at about 18 and a half stone. So what I did was, and I was, I was on the course, with, I was the only guy, it was just uh, all women. I, I turned into a dead weight. I just lay down. And honestly, there was three women <laughs> propping their feet up against tables trying to pull me. And I was just like laughing. And they were going like, you're being a naughty casualty. The woman was like, you're being a naughty casualty. And I was just, oh my God, I was loving every minute of it. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking at first aid, what do you mean first? Do you, are you trying to tell me that a wet paper towel doesn't solve? Well, 
Every injury. Yes, yes, yes. Well, the funny thing about that was when we first started, this woman said that the woman who was running it said, uh, I know what you all think. Put a wet paper towel on it and it'll sort it. And I was sat there just like. <laughs> and then someone said, Oh, he's written a book anyway, blah, 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 blah. End of the story means that the woman who ran the first aid went on Amazon and ordered a book. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. will be because Adam will have made her go on Amazon <laughs> yeah. and buy a book. I'll, I'll make sure I turn myself over <laughs> if you, <can laughs> you just open your Amazon account up. Uh, uh, this is a nice one. We had one which involved us watching two middle-aged men head to toe in lycra do an interpretive dance, which could have been us on, <laughs> on the night out. Um, as if it couldn't get any worse, there was a moment where one of them bent over, and unfortunately for him, there was a quiet bit in the music, and there was no disguise in the noise that popped out. Oh, that God. would be, uh, yeah, that would be embarrassing. So, did everyone have a good summer? I'm not saying that to make small talk. I'm actually interested. Where did the six weeks go, guys? <laughs> um, how was your summer, Adam? Do you know what? It was, um, well, I've already, you know, spoke about it. it, it I've, I've, I always think when I go back to school, I'm like, oh, God, here we go. I feel like I gave up too many days to the, to the fear, to the hangover, to, you know. You go on one big day now when you're 30-odd, and it's like, it takes one, two... Three, depending on how big it went. I mean, I've got a friend here. Where's Charlie? Yes, Charlie. There, there's my friend Charlie. Uh, he's spoken about on the podcast quite a lot. He, we went to his wedding actually, and um, congrats, was, Charlie. By the yeah, way, oh yeah, congrats, Charlie. So sorry, ladies, he's taken. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it took me at least a week, at least a week to fully recover. So obviously, the highlight of the summer holidays was um, the release of the book. Yeah, did anyone? Grab a copy. Yeah. yeah. Have, you got one, have you got one with you? Oh, yep. If you do want a si- yes. if you want us to sign it, we can do that after. Has anyone not has anyone not purchased the book and not read it yet? Charlie, we, did your hand go up there? <laughs> um, Don't worry, we forgive you. Yeah, yeah. What a wedding present. It Forget the kettle. Forget the George Foreman. <laughs> Put a wet paper towel. Yeah, it was. Because I had a bit of a scare before the uh, the book was released. So we went away. We went to away, luckily got away to Portugal for a week. And um, we managed to go there and not have to quarantine because we're all ju- double jabbed apart from our stepson. He just turned 18, got his first vaccine. Um, and he was going to come with us, but it meant he had to then quarantine when he came home, which meant he would have m- missed his first lad's holiday. So he decided to stay at home. But then on the Thursday, we were due back on the Saturday. On the Thursday, he tested positive on a lateral flow. So wasn't positive. Um, so he tested positive, but we were like, oh, no, what we're going to do? Now, we were, we were planning that when we got back, the publishers were sorting out a bit of publicity for the book, which never happened. And we were, so I said, I can't go home. If he's positive, I don't want to. So we ended up moving into my mum's. Um, Turns out he, he wasn't positive. He had his lateral flow and he's gone on his holiday. He's come back in one piece. So He's positive for something else now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what 10 days in Cavos will do. Um, but the weirdest thing, massive O here from me. We were staying at my mum and dad's. So my mum and dad went to the caravan and we were staying there. And um, Claire, my wife, went home to sort the dog and, and that sort of thing. I stayed at my mum and dad's with the kids. And then in the morning, I'm, I'm laying in my mum and dad's bed, and in the morning I could hear these birds tweeting at, at well, I didn't know what time it was. They're just tweeting outside, and I'm like, oh, they're loud. They're really loud. Oh, they'll stop in a minute, and I'm trying to go back to sleep. 20 minutes later, the alarm, well, just giving it away. 
It's still going off, this tweeting. The most regular bird tweeting I've ever heard in my life. Like, these birds have got some rhythm. <laughs> they are really, like, on it, and they're so loud. I go to the window, look out, there's no birds in sight, and it turns out it was my dad's alarm clock, and his alarm is a bird tweet. It was just so weird and surreal, and I'm going... And anyway, turned it off, and, uh, yeah, that was, that was the highlight of my summer. <laughs> no. Um, the highlight was... What a story! What a story. No. You should yeah. have told the story about how... So, basically, we, we obviously lived at our mum and dad's house for years. Uh, and the toilet was always good, wasn't it? The, to yeah. the toilet was always good. It worked like a charm. Uh, but then my mum got it in her head that she wanted to change the, the bathroom around. So she changed it and she moved the bath so close to the toilet that when you sit down now, your legs are like... Yeah. It's like you sat fingers on lips, isn't it? Yeah, in your classroom. Assembly. And our dad's six foot five, 20 stone. And like, he must have to, I mean, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it for you, but it's- Leave it's, that to your imagination. But, but he was so grumpy on the lead up to the book. And then when I finally got delved deeper, when I got a drink in him, that's when he usually gives me his secrets. I said, <laughs> what is up? And he was just like, I've not had a good shit in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, I mean, it's been an amazing summer because the book got released. And I don't know if you have seen, we managed to get, Number two. This is the Sunday Times <laughs> bestseller. I mean, it is unbelievable that we managed to get number two there, outselling the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. Because that book, 98 weeks that's been in the chart. It's a hell of a book. But to be uh, above that, it's just unbelievable. We need to just take the fact that he's been in the chart for 98 weeks out there. Because that, that just takes a little bit away, doesn't it? <laughs> but yeah, we want to just say massive to each and every one of you and any, anyone watching at home that bought the book, we are so, so grateful because that is one hell of an achievement considering the fact that we didn't get any sort of PR. Like we were expect or we were told, oh, we'll get you on this morning. We'll get you on this now. There was a certain celebrity who had a book out on the same day. And all these things we were promised, oh, get we'll get you on this morning. She appeared on. And we were like, oh. We kept texting each other. She's on this, she's on this. And we didn't get, but to, to outsell, it's, honestly, I'm so, so grateful and thankful to every single person who bought the book. So a massive, massive thank you. It's unbelievable. And last weekend, we had a... Um, surprise sort of launch party. So our wives organized a surprise party for us to celebrate the book on the day it was in the bestsellers list. And we went along. I, don't, I was quite disappointed in myself, the fact that I didn't twig. So I'd gone out for a me surprise meal with some of my friends. Then we went to this bar and all of a sudden Adam appeared. And I was like, what are you doing here? Then everyone disappeared upstairs and still I've not clocked on. I'm like, what's going on? And then we walk up these stairs and literally everyone's there. Mum, Dad, Nana Maureen, uh, Cockney John was there, wasn't he? Cockney John was there. Yeah, the, the Tim Sadler, the illustrator, was there. Yeah. yeah um, it, was, it was a who's who of podcast legends, wasn't it? Including the one and only. How many people have listened to every episode of the podcast? A couple of us. Guess who turned up to our launch party? I cannot believe this, but our primary school head teacher, <laughs> Mr. Tyrrell. So our mum had got in touch with him. Um, and he came along. He'd not read the book, luckily. <laughs> well, <laughs> when my mum said that uh, her son, like her sons, Lee Parkinson and Adam Parkinson, had written a book, I think he thought he was on a radio station, like a prank call. <laughs> Adam Parkinson's written a book. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my phone. But yeah, that's that's Mr. Tyrrell. That's the legend himself. 
I had to kind of um, I didn't. Do you remember I, when we first walked in? My mum was so excited; she, she couldn't believe she'd got him there. Yeah. And she was like, "Come over and see who's here." And I was thinking, oh, "Who's here? Hope it's not one of my ex-girlfriends." And then, um, <laughs> and then walked, and and there he was. And immediately I thought, "Oh my god, that's Mr. Tyrrell." But then he stood up, and he wasn't well bigger than me. Yeah. And I was a bit like, "Is it him?" <laughs> so <laughs> I turned to my mum, and I was like. That is Mr. Tyrrell, isn't it? <laughs> and she went, of course it bloody is. And I was like, Mr. Tyrrell. But I couldn't believe I was like, I lent on him. But he still had. He still demanded the respect, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he, he, he yeah, he, what a man. What a, what yeah. a legend. It was a lovely, lovely surprise. So we had um, we had a great night there. And then it's just been in back to school. Back to school. And it's a weird one, isn't it? I don't know if any, does anyone else struggle with this? Because obviously, if you're at a school, that you don't particularly enjoy for whatever reason. It might be that, you know, you've got, you've got the pressures, you've got the SLT not on your side, that sort of thing. But even if you love your school, do you get that weird teacher anxiety of coming back to school? I, I honestly think this is a real thing, because I get it, and I love what I do, but it was Tuesday night, couldn't sleep, and just this weird sort of feeling of dread even though I love it. I don't know what it is. And, you know, it could be the fact that you know it's going from 0 to 100, so within a day. You're not easily... You're not eased in, are you? Once you start back, it's, like, full on. And before you know it, you're overwhelmed a lot of the time. It's... If anyone has kids... I think it's weird having kids at, at the end of summer because you sort of like get that guilt of have I made the most of the time because you know once you get back into term time, you know, it's, it's, it's full on. Although I do, I don't know, do I prefer summer holidays when I didn't have kids? What annoys me is when you've got colleagues who go, oh, I'm so tired and they've not got kids. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm like, you don't, you, you don't, yeah, you don't even know. Do I you? always question what I did. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When I don't, when I didn't have children, I used to question like, what did I do? <laughs> like, like I, I, I can't, I can't. You did, you did day and night drinking. Well, yeah, <laughs> and I did, a, I did a hell of a lot of reclining. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I, I do the same thing. <laughs> I do drinking and reclining just with a child on me now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we asked people to share some of the best and worst things about starting back at school. So a couple of things we got through. So best is seeing everyone again. And it is nice to see your colleagues and, and, and catch up. Uh, the worst, feeling immediately overwhelmed. Uh, the best thing, undoubtedly, the children. <laughs> <laughs> Depends what class you've got. Depends your class. Uh, worst, training your bladder. Oh, don't. Yeah, training your bladder, cold brew drinking, and sleepless Sunday nights. I'm going to throw in a best for me here. Yeah. Diets. I think I know that the question Pardon? there, like diet stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not back yet. But honestly, like I, I, I feel like dieting is so much easier when you're back at school because you, you, you haven't got time to eat, um, and when you do have time, you don't have time, do you? Whereas, like when you're off, I mean, I, that's another thing I've done a lot this summer. It's just because there's not that much to do, is there? And it's just kind of like, should she go out for something to eat? And it's like suddenly every day. I mean, I, I, can't, I can't. If I have to go to RBS for a bank meeting, they're going to think that I've got shares in Deliveroo. <laughs> I can say I think it's going to be a problem. Um, the problem with dieting, though, is you always have a colleague who you start off on the Monday, like, right, you bring in your own lunch, you've prepped it, you've got it ready, and then someone will just go, do you fancy a chippy? 
Yeah, go on then. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will do. Um, best, you can always start a school year fresh and feeling the worst. You can't fit into last year's trousers. Uh, best, getting into a routine. Worst, remembering not to swear. That's hard. There's a couple of days where you're sort of like, okay. <laughs> and I like this one. This one was my favourite. Best, it's like the start of a new season. You've made 30-ish new signings and you want to see them all in action. The anticipation is there. Worst, you've started the season with no pre-season friendlies. Nightmare. Can you even still teach after six weeks off? Um, but then you th I was thinking about when you were a kid going back to school. And it was exciting, wasn't it? And do you know what was something that was really exciting when you were a kid going back to school? Well, I'll play the jingle first. Oh, this is the worst jingle, isn't it? No, no it's, it's in the top three, all yours. <laughs> Kids today wouldn't have a clue about. <laughs> it's like he purposely does it terrible, but that's his best voice, honestly. Has it got hot in here or is it just me? <laughs> um, it's like the anticipation. <laughs> and then it went, oh God. Every time. Um, right, let's talk through some old school school bags. Oh, yeah. Right? This is good. Yeah. How many of these did you have when you were a kid? Did anyone have? <laughs> oh, what a bag that was. Space for days. I'll tell you what as well. Very, very good zips on these bags. Even if the little thing, the little, I don't know what they're called, that little thing there. The little there, symbol, the little The little head. symbol, yeah. If that broke off, your zip was still sweet. Like, don't worry about that. But I used to love this little compartment that could detach. That's where the PE kit went. This was, this was, this was your best secondary school bag because you could yeah separate compartments it lasted for years that w but if we're talking about sports bags did anyone have oh they would have the classic umbro i used to have that bag for rugby and my gum shield would be in one side yeah my tape would be in the other boots socks, down here at the bottom but boots in the bottom socks in the middle and then there was you know shorts and a top in there was so much space yeah it's a cracking, so cracking bag. You don't get bags like that anymore. You it's all about small. It. It's because hand luggage on flights. That would be a suitcase now. That yeah. would be a full suitcase, wouldn't it? Yeah. Did anyone um, have one of these? Oh. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Baby cakes. You just don't know. <laughs> no. It's got major baby cake <laughs> vibes, hasn't it? Came in a range of colours. Uh, I don't know how much space you actually got in one of these. That's a bottle of Frosty Jacks. And a ten of Lambert and Butler on a park. <laughs> I'm throwing it out there now. Are you sure it wasn't this? The JD oh. bag? Because someone always had a JD bag, didn't they? They're still trusty, them. I, I still approve. Or if you're a bit more upmarket, you had <laughs> a Jane Norman bag, didn't you? You did. And I remember this brand, this brand. Does anyone remember Jan Sport? That was quite a cool brand. That was like, it was... If you were into like Blink 182. Yeah, you could, you could, you could um, clip like badges on as well, couldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. You had the little pin badges. Uh, <laughs> and then it went mainstream. Starting the new school year. Hello there. <laughs> 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 Couldn't find you, mate. Where are you? <laughs> and I'm so sorry. Oh, good. Um, then there were some retro brands. Does anyone remember? Is it Paul Frank, that one? And then. 
That's uh, Purple Ronnie. Is it Purple? Bang on the door. I'm pretty sure when I Googled that, I put in Purple Ronnie. Never mind. Uh, still, and then there was always that one person who had like, you know how you get people who wear full kits and you call them full kit wankers? There was always a full bag wanker, wasn't there? You had everything matching. The lunchbox, the pencil case and the school bag. But yeah, they just don't sort of make them like that anymore, I don't think. Most schools just have their own little bag, don't they, with little the little book symbol bags. on. Books bags. And yeah. they're well more expensive than most of them. Yeah. And they're crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, old school bags, throw back there. Right, uh, next. Jingle. It's another one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, here we go. Get ready, guys. Sing along if you know the words. think you only find in primary schools. It's, um, yeah, it's really high, it's, yeah, high quality, this. Uh, right. I love how you start with those jingles, though, because then the show can only go up. Well, the, the yeah, jingles get the bad ones out the, out the way. The random thing you only find in primary schools, we may well have mentioned this on the podcast before, but because it's back to school and most teachers might spend a little bit of time in school over the summer designing their classrooms you know, getting new displays up. There's one thing that I think you never find anywhere else, and it is those corrugated, <laughs> those corrugated borders. Now, I've particularly chosen this picture here because I think that will fill every teacher with fear. <laughs> if you were going to sleep well tonight, <laughs> not anymore. Oh, that'd, that'd be so annoying, wouldn't it? Well, I'll tell you what's more annoying, though. When you, when you do a perfect one, I'm, I'm not speaking from experience here, but I have amazing staff that do it at the school I work at. But when someone goes over and just presses the thumb into the little, yeah. the little wiry thing... I mean, I don't know. I, I can't even speak. I can't speak. <laughs> uh, and they press it in, and then suddenly you're looking at it, and you can just see these finger marks. It just ruins it. Nothing like my Kenzuki's display. We didn't go for do you that. Ever do you ever have a kid who just slides the finger in and just rips it? How annoying is that? That is so frustrating. <laughs> so, but I don't get the purpose. I don't get the point. Well, do you know what? In hospitals, they have displays, don't they? They have, like, you know, quit smoking displays. You don't see that. No. You don't see that at all. No. Um, I, there must just be a company that sell them exclusively to primary schools. Yeah. And secondary as well. Absolutely, yeah. It, they are just a bit, just a bit weird. I, I just don't understand. Like, well, who came up with the concept? They come in two things, don't they? Yeah. So, like, yeah, you rip them apart, and then it's like the up and the, 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 the upstairs and the downstairs. Yeah, but who invented it? <sighs> I'm gonna throw it out there. The person who invented that. I hope they're doing well. Yeah. I, I, I just don't like them. <laughs> I, I don't like to judge people if I haven't met them. But who invented that? I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, I probably wouldn't be friends. With <laughs> if I saw them, I'd go. Six weeks went by fast, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you. I just don't... Like, what, what did people do before these? Was it just, it was just a no straight, borders? It was just the straight, you know, the, the straight borders. Was just it? Just very simple. Yeah? I'm talking like I know. I, I know, I you don't, don't do you've, not made a, yeah. you've not made a display for you. You did one Kintsuki's Kingdom. But the thing is, it's like that. It's like that, isn't it? It's like when you meet the right girl, you marry her. I made the best display. I'm done. <laughs> just retired there. I'm and retired. Then. I don't need to do any more. It can only go down from Kenzuki's. I get very jealous of the teachers who are amazing at displays because mine, mine have always been very shoddy. I like the ones. There's always teachers who like to make them 3D. 
And I tried a 3D display once. I tried it with the lettering of the display. And do you know what I used? <laughs> multi-link cubes with blue tack. So I put the multi-link cubes with blue tack and then the letters on the outside. So it sort of came out. It was a bit 3D. <laughs> so you were like, whoa, whoa, every time you walk past it, whoa. And that one kid just went, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Out came the blocks. There's just it just started raining. Multi-link cues once the blue tack ran Shocking. off, just hitting the kids on top. But yeah, um, right. So, does anyone want <laughs> a wedding story? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I've got a little wedding story for you before we bring uh, the next feature in. Uh, so, at my eldest cousin's wedding, <laughs> my granddad suddenly felt the rumblings of a fart coming on. After holding it in for as long as he could, he came up with a plan. He'd cough to cover it. He hadn't been paying attention, which makes his comedy timing even better. Just as after the vicar asks if anyone has a reason <laughs> why these two shall not be married, my granddad coughs loudly, drawing everyone's attention, followed by an even louder fart. <laughs> oh, my days. If you have to think, about what you're going to do, then yeah. you've got to just take yourself out of the situation, yeah. haven't you? Like you can't, it's like in a classroom. If, if you feel, you know, if there's rumblings and you think, right, something's going down here, <laughs> it, it, you've just got, you've got to make yourself scarce. Yeah. You can't drop an absolute... But again, would that have looked worse if the vicar would have said, and if there's any reason why <laughs> these two shouldn't be together... And then the granddad just walked out. <laughs> I think that would be, yeah. be worse. Fair play, fair play. Um, right, we've got a special treat for you guys. As we are in London, we had to bring this guy back. Uh, so we've got... Now it feels like we're out. Cockney, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your views just hypnotise me. Cockney Johns. No, 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 no views <laughs> now uh yeah being in his uh being in his hometown um we had to bring him back i sat with him a couple of about a week ago and we 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 put this down on paper and <coughs> obviously this is where we need, do need to throw out a bit of a warning there has there is some choice language in there so please if you're easily offended he's got his yeah. shut the fuck up. <laughs> right <laughs> This, 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 I'm not, I don't want to build it up too much, and I know I'm excited. Do you know who you look like in those glasses? Have you ever watched South Park? Oh, when, when Cartman's the police officer. <laughs> That's what I'm like in school. Hey! <laughs> There's no football! Respect my father! Right. Uh, okay. So, Cockney John's notorious view back to school. Well, That's it. The summer has gone as quick as one of my relationships. And it's just as fucking miserable. <laughs> the son has finally decided to make an appearance. Just in time to go back into packed, sweaty, smelly, cramped classrooms. I'm going to give you my honest, notorious view on going back to school. It's going to get hot in this cockney kitchen. If you don't like the heat, fuck off. <laughs> you know what I hate is like, I still get giddy about swearing I'm 32. <laughs> Firstly, to all you teachers who have spent your summer holidays sorting displays, borders, reading corners and classrooms, I don't want to be too harsh, but I really hope your blue tech dries out and it all falls down. <laughs> <laughs> you people make teachers like me feel guilty 
for recycling last year's display. But last year's, I mean 2016. <laughs> Did I tell you I'm a fucking eco-warrior? <laughs> Keep it green. Oh, yeah. Speaking of some display work, when did it come an expectation that teachers go in throughout their hard-earned holidays? That's what insets are for. If your head gave you a friendly reminder of when the school will be open during the six weeks holidays, tell them that Cotney John says, get fucked. <laughs> They'll know what it means. <laughs> Please don't blame us if anyone does that. Yeah. Imagine. So many staff I know have posted pictures of their classrooms on Facebook and Instagram. It's summer. If you're not posting a selfie in a tight bikini, get off my wall. (laughs) 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 First day back. New kids. New personalities. But more worryingly, new smells. But seriously, what the hell is that? You all know what I'm talking about. We spend the first lesson pinpointing the mysterious odour, slowly realising that you have a full year of this olfactory sensation. Yeah, I asked Siri for a different word for (laughs) odour. I spend the first week trying to figure out how long I can make the Twinkle Welcome Back booklet last. (laughs) If your family tree doesn't go back to your (laughs) great-great-great-grandparents, you ain't finished, bruv. You know you're starting a new school year when you have to rest your face muscles every night. Have you been forcing a pleasant smile all day whilst <laughs> at school? You just want to be in your shorts with a beer watching loose women. <laughs> Shout out to Frankie from the Saturdays. Thanks for improving my right bicep over the summer. <laughs> for those that don't get that, 12.30 every weekday. <laughs> Masturbation. <laughs> Uh, to the school. Uh, right. <laughs> to all the new staff. <coughs> to all the new staff. Here's my advice. Whoever your SLT tries to steer you away from, they're clearly the coolest cats <laughs> in the school. No new staff have spoken to me for nearly 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because I'm clearly the coolest cat around. <laughs> but to be serious for a minute... The job that all school staff have done in the past two years has been nothing short of fucking sensational. You have deserved each and every second of your break, and I have no doubt that you'll smash this school year and inspire all the children in your respective schools. Remember, teaching isn't about acronyms. It's not about your head smiling at you when you arrive in the morning, and it's definitely not about data. We do this job because we love to educate and make the lives better of every child we encounter. Courtney John, ah, in a bit. Woo! Well done. He saved himself at the end <laughs> from his loose women. <laughs> I have to say, honestly, oh, God. You know, it's true. It's just, yeah, that is just Courtney John. Yeah, what you get is what, yeah. Um, well, there was a tweet that went out uh, going on about if there was a, a gap, like the... Bad advice guide for teachers. I don't know if anyone saw this. Uh, what would you say is the worst advice you could give a teacher? And some of them are pretty funny. Uh, so I thought we'd follow this after Connie John because I just assu- I didn't hear and I've not seen any of that. I just assumed that whatever he said would have been bad advice. <laughs> I think quite a lot of his points were valid. Anyone agree? A lot, a lot yeah. of valid points. No, they are. But yeah, Frankie from the Saturdays is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, here are some things to avoid. Well, just bad advice. Or always reply to all in emails. Make people know you're busy. <laughs> Who are these people, by the way? I've got a couple in my school, and you're just like, just reply to the person you're speaking <laughs> to. Always contribute in staff meetings. The more you do, <laughs> the more of a sense of self-importance you will feel. Even better if you can make the meeting run over. <laughs> They're the worst, aren't they? As if that's advice, like, make the meeting run over. <laughs> You'll be popular. Yeah. Always do your terms photocopy in five minutes before lessons start on a Monday morning. Don't bother with a seating plan. Let them all sit next to their friends. They'll be more productive that way. Oh my days. Be rude to your TA. Treat them mean. Keep them keen. <laughs> hey, hey, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't bother learning other staff members' names. Just refer to them as Miss or Sir, even in the absence of any students. Still use these titles. I have to admit, like, that, that is, I don't think that's bad advice. I just think that's just what happens. Yeah. If there's a, a large turnover in school staff, you often go like, I always go like, all right, mate, like, oh, yeah, miss, yeah, quality. And then I'm always just like, who's that again? What, what, what name's that again? But it's, it's <laughs> unless when someone goes, all right, miss, and I'm just like, <laughs> is it my tits? Yeah. Is it my tits? Yeah. Um, don't restrict children by having rules about how they need to set out their work. Let them express themselves freely in their maths exercise books with felt-tip pens. <laughs> and the last one, ignore office staff, library staff, and building managers. Their jobs are irrelevant to yours. <laughs> so obviously they're intentionally bad advice. They weren't serious. Did you think they were people? I don't really know what I Because your comments as I was saying them, you were like getting defensive. People are saying... That's intentionally. Yeah like, like, yeah, like, yeah, like the opposite. It's like the opposite in the game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's all absolute shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what we thought we'd do is we'd ask one legend to share some useful advice. And so we've got a special treat for you from the one and only Nana Maureen. So, you filmed this with her the other day, didn't you? Yeah, I went round um, and bless, bless, bless her to the core because... I had to ring her to make sure that she didn't forget. She gets really annoyed with us if she doesn't put her teeth in um, <laughs> or do or put her rollers in her hair, doesn't she? I had to take Nana Maureen to the dentist because she's getting a new set of teeth the other day. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, she's getting them soon. And so I had to take her and she completely forgot about this dentist appointment. So when I turned up to pick her up, she was in her pajamas. Yeah, I got me there in five minutes. A 90, yeah. You wanted to see her with this dentist. She was on. Flirting wasn't the word. <laughs> she also made him buy a book as well. She wouldn't go until he'd bought a book on Amazon <laughs> on his computer. I like that. I, to the point where I was like, man, I don't think he wants one. It's <laughs> yes, fine. <he> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so she does get annoyed if we don't give her enough warning. She doesn't have yeah, a teeth Yeah, and in I him. went round, bless her. Uh, she's gone away today, actually. She's gone away with, with our mum and dad to Gibraltar because that's where her son sadly uh, moved and then passed away. So she's gone to, to Gibraltar to see the other side of the family. So I went round the day before, and uh, she was just... I mean, you all... you got to love Nana Maureen. I mean, she is just a legend. So I kind of just went in with the thought of just, like, maybe just throw some tips out of, of you know, a bit of advice for back to school, and this is uh, the amazing uh, tip she came up with. 
Hiya everybody, this is Nana Maureen here. Here's my three back to school tips. Number one, everything's better with a lovely brew. <laughs> Number two, look after one another because everybody has a life after school. Number three, if you've got one of them horrible managers, tell them that Nana Maureen said... <laughs> oh, my God. Remember what you're doing this job for. And remember that you are... <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know the lyrics. <laughs> I hope your new school year is not too bad. <laughs> right. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> oh, oh what her. an absolute diamond. Yeah, yeah. she's a legend. Wow. I love the distinct. Uh, Change of tone from singing simply the best to <laughs> wait for it. <laughs> like the serious tone. <laughs> I hope you <laughs> That's because it was like the fiftieth take. <laughs> Do you know what the funniest bit was? I couldn't I couldn't honestly I used up all the storage on my wife's phone trying to film this. Because <laughs> my phone my phone's camera's nowhere. Oh, and bless she her. kept going. That first bit when it was all I said to her, I said, Nana, just introduce yourself. So she was going, hello, everybody. And then she kept going, it's Mama Maureen here. <laughs> and then she was going, oh, I'm doing that. That bloody ABBA musical. <laughs> <laughs> and I stood there just going, is she named Nana? Oh, but I'll tell you what. And that advice. Yeah. Sound obviously, advice. you know, if you do go in to your head and <laughs> give him the sweet yeah. Vs, then don't be blaming our 89-year-old Nana Maureen. No, no, but yeah, she's an absolute diamond. So Amazing stuff. Right, super. We um, we are just going to keep cracking on. We have a, a you know we don't have too long, and we've got so many sort of features and stories to get through. So we're going to move swiftly on to our next feature. Hey now, all your school staff, get your head down, go rest. It's time. Teacher tired. You won't believe it. Get set. All the stories are gold. So volume up and behold. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Do you know what? When you record it, I think, oh, God, I've smashed that. <laughs> and then when you listen to it back in this environment, it's just like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Um, I'll start off one. I'll start off with one. Driving to work and stuck my middle finger up with the words F you at our new head teacher. <laughs> as he was tooting to tell me to get a move on. We hadn't met yet. Then I suddenly realized as he followed me through the school gates, I ran out of the car and straight to my office. He did the same. I was his assistant head teacher soon. Uh, so we soon met that day. Oh <laughs> That's it. God, that is a bad one. I've got a... I did that with a parent once. Coming out of a... Um, yeah, he sort of pulled out going round, uh, roundabout. And he pulled out and I was like, yeah, boy. And then clocked the fact it was a parent of a child that I taught. I was like, 
It's <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. You're changing. You fucking legend. <laughs> yes. Um, I uh, I love this one. I popped to the toilet during a lesson, and while sitting there in the quiet, dark cubicle, I fell asleep. <laughs> I jolted awake about five minutes later, wondering where I was. <laughs> That's classic, isn't it? Oh. Uh, I once walked into the wrong classroom, set up my laptop, and started the first 10 seconds of my lesson before realising that I was in my classroom from the previous school year, and this wasn't my class. Oh. The other teacher and support at the back were dying laughing. I thought, thought the other teacher might be just getting a bit of shut eye in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. That explained why there's no teacher. Um, this is great, and this is obviously during the COVID times. I tried to force a banana into my mouth whilst I had a plastic face visor on. I've done this countless times, to be honest, and I also tried to drink my tea through it. <laughs> I just think those full plastic ones where you're just like, you know, everything's better with a brew, just like burning yourself in the morning. Scalded by the visor. Oh, my days. Um, I stood at the kettle for a full two minutes waiting for my printing to appear. <laughs> <laughs> I made copies with the post-it note and how many copies I needed still on the paper. <laughs> Straight after this, I stood in front of my classroom door, annoyed it wouldn't open, whilst holding the key fob to my car <laughs> on the unlocked button. <laughs> oh, my days. I said bye and wank you instead of thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one. Now, this is bad. This is when you know it's going to be a bad day. Got up shattered and brushed my teeth with hand wash. <laughs> <laughs> I could taste it all day. I <laughs> 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 bet her breath was fresh for the rest of the day. <laughs> you just um, be burping and bubbles will be coming out like, whoa. So, falling asleep invigilating an exam as an NQT on a Friday afternoon after a big school dinner, sitting in a patch of sunlight on the edge of the stage. I got the nods, fell off, and took out the front two <laughs> rows of desks as I fell. <laughs> this is the funniest bit. Had to write to the exam board and explain the disruption to the exam. <laughs> I tell you what, it's a good tactic, though, if your children need to reset. If you're looking at a few... Papers like, oh, they've not got this right. What can I do? I'll just pretend to fall asleep. Uh, I love those teacher tired stories. They're so funny because it is a different... Like, I think this, this tired, teacher tired, and some of the stuff you end up doing. Uh, right, who's up for some? Oh, my God, that's... Disgusting! Oh, proper! Disgusting! Well, there's some money, yes? <laughs> Looking at this story. Uh, I was sat in a whole school training after school, but all I was thinking about was that I could smell a child from my class's poo. <laughs> yes, we all know our kids so well that we can identify whose poo belongs to who. I don't think I know the children. <laughs> I know, like, children can work out whose jumpers they are by smelling it, but I don't know. <laughs> I kept shifting, looking around to try and work out where it was coming from and started to get some funny looks from my peers. <laughs> you, were <laughs> you know. Um, I then crossed my legs and noticed a huge dollop of poo on my knee. I had to try so hard to stifle my laughter. Laughter. <laughs> like, <laughs> just a massive shit. 
As soon as the training ended, I went to the toilet to sort the mess out. I was wearing leggings that day, and so much poo liquid had seeped through to my skin. <laughs> I decided the only remedy was to drive straight home and shower. Ever since, I've had spare clothes in my teacher cupboard. That is horrendous. <laughs> I, have to, um, I have to read you this one. Now, this isn't, this isn't the greatest disgusting we've ever had. It says, a poo deposited on the music table, but the lady has spelt poo, P-O-O-H. So all <laughs> I keep thinking is just like, Christopher Robin. <laughs> I just thought he was just too funny. And then this one. The head teacher rummaging through a bucket of sick and sawdust to find the braces from the teeth of a girl who had just thrown up. Oh, God, that is... <laughs> shocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it gets better, guys. This became the legendary story of our time at school. I was in secondary French, and the teacher went out to collect something from the printer. One of the boys, who doesn't always make the right choices, thought it'd be funny to get up and moon the whole class. Went for a safe fart and followed through. <laughs> Cue the teacher to come back to find him in floods of tears <laughs> and a boo on the carpet at the front of the room. He was made to clear it up and didn't ever live it down. That teacher there. <laughs> it was him. It was definitely him. Um, I've, got, I've, got, uh, I've got three here, but the last one. This, one. this one's funny because of the comments on Facebook. It said, so Lisa... I picked up a piece of blue tack off the floor and it had poo on it. And then Laura commented, Lisa, this was the best thing ever. <laughs> Lisa replied, um, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one. A child was sick on the first day back of term. When they were picked up, their parents said, oh, I knew she shouldn't have had biryani for breakfast. I already knew what she had due to the remains of rice on her lips after she was sick. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. Right, I've got a couple of disgusting stories here that aren't school-related, but are still brilliant. When my brother was about 15, he was knocked down by a car on the way home from school. It goes on it, that's not the story. <laughs> he wasn't seriously injured, but it happened outside a grotty shop near school that we used to call Mouldy Mabel's. The lovely people who owned the shop took him inside and called an ambulance. Whilst they were there, waiting for the ambulance, they made my brother a cup of tea. My brother was still in shock and could not speak. They were urging him to drink the tea. Just then, their Great Dane dog came over for a nosy and dropped a massive bogey into my brother's tea. <laughs> they didn't notice and urged him <laughs> again to drink the tea before forcing the tea down his throat. <laughs> I laughed and laughed so much when he told us. Serves him right for all the times him and his mates held me down and took it in turns to fart on me. <laughs> Bogey Breath was his nickname for a good while. <laughs> like London buses, isn't it? You wait for one bad thing and then you hit and then suddenly you're drinking dog snot. It's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> My dad shat on a pl plumber once. That's the beginning of the... My dad shat on a plumber. All the external pipe work on the building was getting replaced. The guy doing it said not to use a toilet as he was in the process of replacing the sewage pipe. <laughs> about 15 minutes later, my dad came home from work and went straight to the bathroom without speaking to anyone. <laughs> We've all been there when you just need to relieve yourself. It was over 20 years ago and I can still hear the plumber's screams. Oh, my days. <laughs> and I've got one more, which, was, uh, which I, I posted about this, asking for more school pet stories. A classmate had brought in a frog for show and tell. 
and people were allowed to hold it if they wanted to. I thought I was... <laughs> people anticipating what's going to happen here. <laughs> I have no idea. I thought I was such a hot shit for being the only girl that was willing to do so. I got the frog in my hands and then said, Oh, how cute... And that's when the frog jumped into my mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like a really dark Princess and the Frog, like, retelling. Th this one, uh, last one, because uh, I know you're probably all a little bit sick, but yeah. asking children to bring things in from home for a DT project. One of them found some tubes in their bathroom bin and brought them in. They weren't toilet rolls, but something much worse. Her mother was mortified. Oh, God, you would be, wouldn't you? Took R me ages to work out <laughs> what, what they were talking about. So what the bloody hell could it have been? <laughs> right, get some teacher burns. A child has just rinsed you. Grab that red paper towel now. Hold your hand chain. To Mr. P's in a pocket. Good one, that. Yeah, That's I'll a good that. one, that. Um, right. Uh, I've had my COVID vaccine. You might get called for yours soon, miss. Well, because you're massive. <laughs> I, I just wanted you to know. <laughs> that's, that's harsh, isn't it? That's harsh. Do you want me to go again? You go. I've just got one to finish oh, right, off I've with. got I've got a few good ones here. Two girls in my lower key stage two class once talking quietly and looking at me. When I invited them up to share, strong teacher move. Yeah. It, do you want to come up and... Anyway, they came willingly and one said, we were just wondering, are you okay, Miss H? Only you're even weirder than usual. <laughs> Not in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> I reassured them we had a giggle and they toddled off. <laughs> and then, I'm oh, sorry, I, just, I looked down. Being asked to move because my big bottom was in the way. Then another child agreeing. Yes, it is rather big, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Not that it's in the way, just that it's big. This one, I don't know why I, I don't know why I, I screenshot this one. It's just a kid. Miss, are you big and fat? <laughs> <laughs> sat <laughs> child sat looking intently at my face. Miss, why do you have a beard? I thought only men got beards. <laughs> And then another kind of beard. <laughs> another beard-related one. This is great. Now, this I wanted to highlight because this is so, like, teacher, school staff. This is where you're kind of so professional. Yeah. Like, where you have to respect what, what, every, what you all do. Child, your moustache glistens in the sunshine, miss. First reaction, mortification. Second reaction, pride that they use the term glistens. <laughs> Third reaction, mental note to wax top lip. <laughs> <laughs> and then, right, yeah. this, this is great. I read this one and honestly, I was crying. Picked out a lovely sparkly dress to wear for work. Walked into my no prisoners classroom. One boy, who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> Fucking Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Safe to say, I didn't wear the dress again for work. <laughs> right, I've got one here. I was 15, went to an outdoor centre with my classmates where we camped overnight and did some activities over three days. 
Anyway, we had a fashion show where all the boys dressed as girls. So the girls dressed me up with a short skirt and whatnot, crop top. But in Ireland, it's a pretty cold night in October. So there I am in my mini skirt, freezing my backside off, waiting for the fashion show to start. And we go up on a table in front of all of my classmates. And my boxer shorts are loose. And my small, cold (laughs) (laughs) penis is visible at close proximity to my whole class. One child shouts, or one kid shouts, it's like a penis, only smaller. (laughs) And I died a little bit inside while people laughed and I heard a few audible, aww. That'd be the worst, wouldn't it? (laughs) Your tiny penis is glistening in the light. Well done for using the term glistening. (laughs) The instructors quickly got me off down off the table to their credit. Anyway, that moment stuck with me for a long time, I can imagine. And I actually had a bit of a trouble with my penis image for a while until I realised that actually I'm perfectly average. (laughs) Take his word for it. There we go. Right, are we ready for some... um, What have we got next? Injuries? This this is the best jingle, isn't it? It's the best jingle, yeah. 100%. Late night, limp home, work sucks... I know, I got injured in my school, and now I feel like a fool, saying ain't so, I will not go, Saturday in A&E, I want to go home. <laughs> Is that last note in it? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> right, do you want to start, do you want to kick us off, or do you want me to go first with a couple of little... Uh, yeah, go on, yeah, I'll let you go Now first. this is again... You know, like that uh, Glisten's one, where just how professional school staff can be in the situations that they're put in. While showing a class of secondary school students how to safely use sewing machines, I looked away after telling them not to, and the needle went straight through my finger. I had to manually unwind it out of my finger and ended the demonstration with, see, that's what happens if you don't follow all the safety information. <laughs> oh, you got you got to hand it to that. I don't think they said it like that. <laughs> People were like, see, <laughs> this is what happens. You know, really. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get your words out. Yeah, saying it on Facebook, like, yeah, did it just actually what happens? <laughs> see, this is what happens when you don't follow the safety procedures. When I rested my hand on a paper cutter, my head teacher had to take me to hospital to have the knuckle on my middle finger stitched and fixed with a wood splint. I wasn't allowed back to school until I could stop showing the finger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love this one. Broken thumb and ribs after my foot slipped off my shoe, as you do. (laughs) Do you? (laughs) Is that what happens? And I landed against a wooden crate. My then head teacher wasn't too concerned once she checked the floor, wasn't wet at the time. Yeah, where there's a blame, there's a claim. Indeed. Right, I've got one here. This is this was fun. And I love it because of what happened afterwards. Right. <laughs> I was teaching forward roles to a year two class. Previously, I'd always had a child who attended gymnastics and had a high level of competence doing a forward role to stand. Which is it's great when you have one, you know because I'm not great at forward roles. Um, However, this one particular academic year, I didn't. Having done gymnastics for many years as a child, I decided I would model one. 15 years later, it resulted in me passing out and breaking my thumb. (laughs) 
This is the worst bit. The head had to phone my mum and dad to collect me. <laughs> as a teacher. As a it's bad enough if your mum and dad collect you as a student. But I bet you'd be sat there with an ice pack on or a wet paper towel and then the, the, the receptionist would come in like, uh, <laughs> Sir, uh, your parents are here to collect you just like grabbing your coat, just walking up like the kids do. Or getting your, getting your colleague to get your coat and bag from the... That's what you always do. <laughs> Yeah. Run and get his coat. Johnny's had to go home. Can someone go and get his bag? Oh, brilliant! Um, right, I've got, a, I've got a few, few, um, a few. Uh, this, this one, this one is actually just unbelievable. I was once in a team teach position when the child sank his teeth into my boob. He couldn't understand why it wasn't hurting me. Unbeknownst to him, I had been a breast cancer patient, and he had bitten into my prosthetic. My colleague and I burst into laughter, which deflated the situation. <laughs> I mean, that again. I mean, what an absolute hero. Um, <coughs> right. A child who was bigger than me moved his chair back and with his full and considerable weight brought the chair leg down on my foot. Oh. I was it's, about it's to be bad, honest. It's bad, it's bad enough when like a year two does it. Yeah. yeah. But a child of oh, considerable yeah. size. I was about to be observed, so continued with my foot up and an ice pack in place. The feedback was good. <laughs> <laughs> the child was so lovely, I had to tell him I was fine, despite, despite my considerable pain. <laughs> dedication, then, dedication. To I the tried course. to put up a piece of stage. Uh, yeah, I tried to put up a piece of stage. It was too heavy, and it fell, crushing my hand underneath it. Blood everywhere, an ambulance called surgery. Sorry. Blood everywhere, ambulance called, surgery done. A few days later, off school for four months. Hands still won't clench into a fist. Rumour went round... This <laughs> is good. Rumour went round the children that the day it happened, I'd been taken out in a box. <laughs> like, the stage like, box. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> last one... Uh, Oh, no. No, I'm done, actually. Are you done there? Yeah, I was going to repeat another funny one because it was just so <laughs> funny. Tickled you. Yeah. Oh, good. They were great. Let's go on to some confessions. Teacher confessions. Man, I'm thrilled and I don't know what to do. I guess I got to tell Mr. P's my confession. If I'm going to tell it, then I got to tell it out. Damn near cried when I said that email. I'm so thrilled. I don't know. Tell Mr. P's my confession. Do you know? Do you know what this reminds me of? When, when do you remember when you used to go on nights out and there'd be a photographer there, yeah. and then on the night when you're taking all these pictures with your mates on like tillate.com and all of these, and you think to yourself, you wake up in the morning, oh my god, I had some sick pictures last night. <laughs> you go on and you look <laughs> like a slobby jabber the hut mess, <laughs> or is it? Or is it just me? Um, so I've got, right, I've only got one here. Lee's got a couple. I've and got a couple confessions yeah. are, I mean, confessions are up there, aren't they, in, in the best feature of, of our podcast. Now, this is a bit of like a continuation from teacher injuries, but it is a confession. And we received this. How long ago did we receive this? It was a while back. We were going to share it in the last one. We were going to share it in the last one, but kind of time and, and drink took over. Um, but this is, this is a proper. Do you, do you call it wincing? Yeah. Is that what it's called, yeah? Wincing. <laughs> right, so, I am a nursery teacher. A few years back in the Easter holidays, I went on my hen do 
to Magaluf. Fair to say, I don't remember much of it. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. I went to Magaluf. Actually, Charlie was there. You don't want me to tell you what you got up to. <laughs> at um, one of my hen punishments was that I had to get my nipple pierced towards the end oh. of the trip. Talk about an uncomfortable flight home. I know, yeah, weird, weird punishment. I had to leave the hooping for a week before I could show the final results to my hubby-to-be. <sighs> Unfortunately, I was back in work within the week. I'm sure you can see where this is going. <laughs> I feel your pain. And I've read this a few times. A child in nursery banged their head outside. So as I was cuddling said child to comfort them, they somehow grabbed the ring. I know. I love the reaction, by the way, guys. <laughs> and yanked it clean out. It wasn't just the child crying now. <laughs> I let out a painful scream and was in absolute agony. It gets worse. How, you ask? <laughs> well, guess what, guys? You bought a ticket, I'm going to tell you. I had to tell the head teacher what happened, and the TA in year six, who I didn't have the best relationship with, was the school first aider. She had to, she had to bandage the affected area. Oh, God. Safe to say, the staff t still talk about, to this day, how nippy it was in school that day. <laughs> Love the pod, guys. Hope this brought a smile. I don't know if it did bring a smile. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it brought a smile. <laughs> it made all my bits go back inside. Yeah, this, this is the sort of smile <laughs> yeah. I've got. Yeah. Um, right, just uh, this one is a lesson we could all learn. I'm a P7 teacher in Scotland. In the last week of term, as we all do, I use my Netflix account to play a film for my class. Then over the summer holidays, I'd been watching the new... Erotic show trending on Netflix, Sex Slash Life. Oh, my God. As, who's, who's seen Sex Life? Yeah, no. <laughs> the, are we saying fake? Are we saying real? It's got to be fake, hasn't it? I mean, come on. Come on. No spoilers. Uh, yeah, no spoilers. But basically, the guy, the guy is like that. And it's just... <laughs> it's got to be fake. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry Karen. So, um... Started watching the Netflix show Sex Life, which is quite out of character for me, but I thought I'd see what all the fuss is about, clearly. Then comes to the first week back at school, bearing in mind I hadn't been on Netflix at school since before the summer. I'm in the middle of teaching a lesson. Up comes a pop-up from Netflix on the smart board. Pick up where you left off. <laughs> Sex Life. <laughs> Thankfully, I was right next to my laptop and noticed quickly, so removed it. I don't think anyone else saw or at least no one said anything. Needless to say, I finished watching the series that night. <laughs> <laughs> right, now this is a confession, but it's also the most embarrassing... I think this is the most embarrassing place to see a parent we've ever had. I was in hospital for severe pelvic pain. The doctor gave me a pelvic exam, which meant I had to lay on my back naked from the waist down and spread my legs so she could look at my... Did she have a date with a guy from Sex Life? <laughs> <laughs> well... Halfway through the exam, uh, the nurse decided she forgot something and needed to exit the room to go and get it. But the foot of the hospital bed was facing the door. So she opens the door wide and the waiting room is on the other side. All the bored people in the waiting room look up and get to see my vag, including a parent of a child I taught. Oh, Most man. humiliating moment of my life. Oh, my <laughs> God. That is, that's made me feel horrendous. That is... Surely, 
like completely and utterly unacceptable. Oh, on the on the yeah. hospitals. Part. Where's the Ofsted of hospitals? I know, yeah. Need them, mate. That's a safeguarding <laughs> issue. Um, <laughs> right, do you want a juicy one? Yeah. Yeah. So when I was a student teacher, I went to an end of year party where all the schools in the trust get together for an evening of drinks and laughter. Oh, I already love it. I already love it. I got a job at a different school within the same trust for the upcoming September, and they were there, so I was trying to make a good impression. After three bottles of Prosecco and four Jaeger bombs, the good impressions went out the window. On a side note, six months prior to this, I'd gone through a breakup after being engaged uh, and was with the person for eight and a half years. So I was well and truly embedded into my slag phase. This is what it says. I'm just reading the words on the page. The MAGA love phase, I used to call it. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the prowl on the dance floor and saw a very handsome man covered in tattoos. We ended up chatting and dancing for the entire night. And he eventually came back to mine and we did the deed. I don't actually remember getting home. I woke up the following morning and asked him which school he worked at. Yep, he worked at the school I was going to and he was the TA in the year below. September of awkwardness was well and truly upon me. <laughs> now that is just... I, I have to say, anyone who sends, anyone here or anyone who's watching the stream, keep sending those confessions in. We do they, love them. They do give me life. This one, not so juicy, but quite funny. I'm a female and sit down to we. Now that as a start to a story <laughs> has me intrigued because I don't actually know many women who... Well, I don't know. Depends if they're going through the slag phase or not. <laughs> <laughs> Working in EYFS, we often work through the morning without a break. I've got a very good... Uh, I've got very good over the years at holding my bladder until lunchtime. One day, lunchtime rolled around and I was desperate for a wee. I rushed up the corridor and headed into the disabled toilet. I sat down, relaxed, and was mid-flow when I realised, to my horror, I hadn't locked the door. I then had a choice to make. Do I... Th this is a... It's a choice, isn't it? Do I try and finish my wee and risk a child or another member of staff seeing me mid-wee or try to lock the door? I panicked, tried to stop the flow of wee and tried to make a dash for the door to lock it. Needless to say, I didn't manage to stop the flow entirely. I ended up weeing all over the floor and all over myself. I then had to try and compete, uh, sorry, complete a very quick mop-up operation. <laughs> to this day, even if I'm in a rush, I double-check that I've locked the door before I sit down. So, you know, we talk about it not being... Well, it's an education podcast where you don't actually learn anything. I feel we've learned a lot. <laughs> check your Netflix. Check the toilet door's locked. Don't get a nipple piercing <laughs> when you're a nursery teacher. Oh, my oh God. That is... I could just imagine that moment where you're like, do I <laughs> finish or do I... Because, you know, it would have been a long way if you'd gone the whole morning. You know well, what I mean? I'm sure everyone can account to that. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. When that relief that you get on uh, that first wee is, is outrageous. Absolutely. Right, we have got, we've come to our... Oh, we're doing, we're doing all right for time. Yeah, we're doing well. We, time flies when you're having a great laugh yeah. with two overweight guys. That's, <laughs> what, that's the famous saying, isn't it? <laughs> so our last feature of the episode. Oh, what a know. When you really make a terrible shout And you don't know what you're talking about 
everyone remembers what I know. <laughs> oh, what a jingle. Oh, my days. Is, it, is that anyone's favourite jingle? Yes, yeah. So glad someone answered that. <laughs> I, <don't> know, yeah. <laughs> I just had this video. That would have been like, great. That would have been a no if no one would have I said mean, anything. Yeah. Um, this one had me in hysterics. Our gardener slash handyman was looking for some tools for a job. She asked my colleague, do you have a Stanley knife? To which my colleague replied, uh, no, I've not got a Stanley in my class. <laughs> <laughs> now that is the definition of it. That is. Oh my God. Somewhere in Australia, my mate OB's just gone, <sighs> just <laughs> working up in a cold sweat. It's happened somewhere. That's amazing. Have you got a Stanley knife? Checking the register. Uh, no, we've not got a Stanley in the classroom. <laughs> when I read that story, the whole train journey up here, I was like, I wonder if there's any other examples of things where that would work. I couldn't think of any. You know, like, um, no, I can't think of any. You know, Put yourself on the spot. <laughs> Stanley knife. Oh, brilliant. Uh, this is a peculiar story. A child once told me there was a monkey in the playground. Obviously, I dismissed this as nonsense. After 15 minutes, when I lost my patience and demanded he show me where the monkey was, he pointed to a real-life monkey <laughs> hopping around in the playground. It had escaped from nearby local zoo. Oh, my <laughs> days. That's unbelievable. But what, I mean, what made me laugh about that is, imagine being the child yeah. and being like, no, miss, there's an actual monkey. Can you imagine? No, miss, there's an actual monkey in the tick. Don't be so ridiculous. You've got this imagination, put it into your yeah. writing. You'd have been like, instead of what I know, you'd have been like, what an hoo hoo. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, I've got another one which is a bit longer, so do you want to. Yeah, I'll do do you want, no, 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 actually. That, is that your keep, only one? This is my only one. Right, no, say that. Right. Do you know, that's this one. You know that it's saucy. Right. It's <laughs> brilliant. So I um, had gone to catch a train. I went and sat at a table. I want you to picture the scene. It's very important you get a clear view in your mind. The table, newspaper, cup of coffee, packet of biscuits. There's a guy sitting opposite me. Perfectly ordinary looking guy wearing a business suit, carrying a briefcase. It didn't look like he was going to do anything weird. This is what he did. He leaned across, picked up the packet of biscuits, tore it open, took one and ate it. Right? Now this, I have to say, is the sort of thing the British are very bad at dealing with. There's nothing in our background, upbringing, or education that teaches you how to deal with someone who in broad daylight has just stolen your biscuits. <laughs> I did what any red-blooded Englishman would do. I ignored it. And I... St <laughs> I st <laughs> it's so English, isn't it? It's so... You just go like that, wouldn't you? Someone's taking you, you just go... And then you get your phone out. I always do it. go to the phone. I, I stared at the newspaper, took a sip of coffee... Tried to do a clue in the newspaper, couldn't do anything and thought, what am I going to do? In the end, I thought, nothing for it. I'll just have to go for it. And I tried very hard not to notice the fact the packet was already mysteriously opened. I took a biscuit out for myself. I thought, that settled him. But it hadn't, because a moment or two later, he did it again. He took another biscuit. <laughs> Having not mentioned it the first time, it was somehow even harder to raise the subject <laughs> the second time around. Excuse me, I couldn't help but notice. I mean, it doesn't really work. We went through the whole packet of biscuits. When I say the whole packet, I mean there were around eight biscuits, 
but it felt like a lifetime. He took one, I took one. He took one, I took one. Finally, when we got to the end, he stood up and walked away. Well, we exchanged meaningful looks, then he walked away and I breathed a sigh of relief and sat back. A moment or two later, the train was coming in, so I tossed back the rest of my coffee, stood up, picked up the newspaper, and underneath the newspaper were my biscuits. <laughs> oh, my God. That's brilliant. That is so good. That's better than any twist of any programme. Line of Duty can do one. That is unbel that's unbelievable, fella. <laughs> Mother of God. I can't believe that. What a twist. Do you know what end. I was sat here going, oh, my God. Yeah. I was exactly like, oh, my God. And then suddenly, oh, my God. Because yeah. I bet that guy just got off the train and was just like, whenever you're going to work, really weird. <laughs> this person who just... Shared my biscuits with <laughs> my 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 issue at the end was he could have he could have took the empty packet to the bin, but now I realise <laughs> why he'd left it. Uh, um, right, this one's a cracker. So I got sent uh, this O on Instagram, uh, and obviously anyone who's watching this yourselves and and anyone online, get in touch, get on the website, get on uh, yeah. the two Mr P's Insta, I see two Mr P because. It's all anonymous. No one knows. You know, there's someone out there with a really, really sore nipple. And uh, <laughs> we don't know who she is. Um, anyway. <laughs> Whoa, is it hot? Uh, anyway, so I'm a primary school teacher living in a boarding school. And the other night, one of the boys I live with brought a giant water gun into the house that he'd found outside. I took it off him because he was squirting it in the bedrooms. So tonight, because it's boiling hot, I ran through the house with it, squirting it at all of them. I was going mad in their faces, on their beds, all over their T-shirts. They were loving it. Until one boy started crying and shouted, Miss, you've got it in my eyes. It's fine, I shouted. It's just a bit of water, lad. <laughs> I love that. Just a bit of water, lad. The boy who I had taken the gun off told me that when he found it, there was no water. So he filled the gun with hand sanitizer. <laughs> I'd been squirting hand sanitizer in the faces of 10-year-olds. <laughs> they all... <laughs> I can just imagine sort of having a bit of fun with it going around. Say hello to my little <laughs> friend. <laughs> Do it in the... <laughs> and the kid's like... Ah! Yeah, when you go like, arms up, they're actually going, please, no! Yeah. And he says, they all had to collect eye washes from the school nurse and are now spending the rest of the sunny summer's evening indoors with red eye. <laughs> oh, that was... Oh, my God. <laughs> the worst bit about that is then how she's going to... How to explain that away. Because you'd have parents... Do you know, what my, the, do you know what my favourite bit is? Because every teacher, TA, school staff, they still have that kid inside. That's, why, that's what makes them amazing yeah. at a job, is what I think. My favourite bit of that story was, I was going mad. In their faces, <laughs> on their beds, all over their t-shirts, like, proper going for it. Oh, my God, I love it. Super soaker. I love it. And sanitizer. Oh, guys, thank you so, so much for coming along and joining us this evening. We hope you've had a good giggle along with us. Um, 
thank you so much for all the support with the podcast, the book, and, and of course tonight. Um, we really, really do appreciate it. We are coming back to London to do our live show next May. So a uh, completely different show. It's the live tour. Um, so that's happening in May. We've got a couple of other uh, tickets around. We're in Potter's Bar next Saturday as well. Um, tickets available for that. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for the support. We hope each and every one of you has a smashing start to the new school year. Uh, I know you'll absolutely smash it because that's just what you do. You're amazing at what you do. So have an amazing weekend, guys. Thank you so, so much. Thanks again to Adam uh, and to the Lon London Podcast Festival for having us. And uh, yeah, hopefully see you all very, very soon. Thank you very, very much. Yes, and I just want to add uh, before, I'm sure you'll give us a, a, a rousing reception. <laughs> uh, it's just, I want to say a massive thank you again to, to the podcast festival for having us on. Um, but, you know, I do want to give a massive bit of credit to my brother here. Obviously, he was up very early, did a full day's training, even though he's an hour late. <laughs> Refund! And then, um, you know, he's, he's able to come on here and, and, and hopefully provide you with, uh, you know, some tales to take away. So, uh, yeah, well done, mate. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Super. Uh, like I say, if you do want us to sign a book, uh, we'll come and meet you outside once we've... Uh, yeah, dropped had a shot, had a shot of Jameson. <laughs> yeah, but no, thanks, guys. Take care. See you again Thank soon. You so Thank much. you.